how can you raise a Series A round? This is the round that's subsequent to your first round, the seed round. Um, I'm gonna tell you five quick things to do before you raise your C Series A round. These will help you, this will help you get uh, more than likely complete your Series A round or get you freaking close where you can close and sign those subscription agreement we've talked about in this course. The first thing is traction matters. At this point, you're at a Series A, um, you've got a, the, the people in place, you've got the product, the process, traction, financials, all the, thing we've all the things we've talked about in this course. Traction is key, particularly for an investor like me. I want to know what, how many customers you're getting, how many you've acquired, how many are month to month, or if you're a SaaS model, what your subscription model has been like. Um, how many new customers you're procuring, you're acquiring, what is the cost of those or to acquire those customers, uh, what's the lifetime value. I mean, there are many metrics that are important, but traction, the month-to-month -month growth still matters. In fact, I'd say the traction matters more in your Series A than it even did in your seed round um, because you've had more time to, to demonstrate uh, your product and to show both consumers, if you're a B2C or your businesses, what your product is and, and ask them if they pay for it. So traction is huge. Second thing is to create just a five-page deck explaining where you were when you first started this journey and where you're going, okay? Five pages, nothing more, nothing less. Put your faces, put the people, product, process, traction, financials, everything in this course, those five things within that five-page deck and that'll do the trick in terms of demonstrate. You do not need a 20, 30, 50 page slide deck to prove where you were and where you're going. The third thing is to prove you're able to provide a big return to investors. Okay, if you're in a Series A round, there's probably, now I can guarantee you that there are other companies that have raised Series A rounds in the same vertical. So you should find at least two to three companies in the same vertical, use market comps, Meaning if one company just raised $10 million in their Series A, figure out what the revenues were, what their traction was, you know, what are they in the same vertical, and try to raise a similar amount and justify that hopefully with your own solid traction and revenue numbers. But you've got to be able to prove you're able to provide a big return because as you're going from C to Series A, to, to B and C and beyond, there's more information. There's more, there's less, by the way, there's a, a less likelihood for a 1,000x return. You know, as you go longer and further along in the life cycle of a startup fundraising, the investing, uh, the ROI can still be significant, but more often than not, uh, you know, being that most startups don't turn into billion dollar companies, the return might be less percentage wise. So, You've got to be able to prove comps. You have to be able to prove why your company will still provide a massive return, a liquidity event for investors like me. The fourth thing is give a reasonable timeline for your startup's runway. Uh, what I mean by reasonable timeline is such that you have uh, essentially, you know, I like to see a startup if they're raising a series A, that they have at least two years worth of cash to last after that round. So at Series A, you wanna raise at least two years worth of, of capital uh, so that it can last through more iterations, through more product pipeline and, and, and launches, through more hirings, through all the evolutions that will happen on the timeline of a startup and the runway of a startup. So I wanna see a reasonable timeline though, typically of two years uh, when I invest so that the money that we're about to invest will last at least two more years and hopefully by this point you're profitable, so maybe it'll last five or 10 or forever uh, before an IPO, but I need a reasonable timeline in place before I invest a Series A. Fifth thing is, find VCs 
and investors who will give you enough space and room to focus on building and scaling a product people will love. So you want to find partners, people that believe in your vision, your mission, and that focus more about helping you as a mentor, give you enough space, they never micromanage, to help build the product people love, the people, the product that you prove people love already now that you're at a Series A round. And by the way, don't take, don't raise a Series A unless you absolutely need it. It's when you want to scale big. It's when you have the, the you, you know, you don't mind dealing with outside board of directors, people that will join your board of directors. Uh, only do it when it's absolutely necessary, when you've got that traction and you've got the a, a plan to, for a massive exit for investors just like me.